Well, I don't know if you know this, Stu, but Donald Trump notified the United Nations this last Monday we're formally withdrawing from the Paris Agreement. It seems so much easier to get into these agreements than to get out of oh, them. Yeah, it's almost it's like a, Brexit. It's a Brexit. It was the same, the almost same thing. Almost like Brexit. In, like, in, a, in about a year, we'll have a referendum on whether we should actually get out right. of, of the Paris Accord. Now, the, 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 it's a one-year process to exit. It will happen. But like a one-year process? He announced this like two years ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, but you, so it's not a one-year process. No, you had to have the two years in between, just a cooling off period, just oh, to make okay. sure. You're not going to go into a buy a gun when you're angry. You need a two-year cooling off period. <laughs> and so he's cooled off now for two years, and he's like, yep, I still want out of the Paris Accords. So now it's a one-year deal, and it actually will expire, I think, right around uh, or on Election Day so next better, year. Better get it started. Better, not, gotta, not, not a good day to call it Got to get that started. Now, mm-hmm. because Donald Trump just doesn't care about people, the planet— his children, air, water, any of it. Hates water. He hates it. Mm-hmm. He hates, hates both it. hydrogen and oxygen. Oh, you put the two together, and mm-hmm. it's it's the opposite of the Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> He's like, you put hydrogen in my oxygen, you <laughs> bastards. So he hates it. Anyway. More than 11,000 experts now. These are experts, Stu. Experts. They're scientists. Now, nowhere in the story does it say they're scientists of what? You know, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, you know, the science of mechanics or, mm-hmm. you know, science of uh, race cars. or I, I don't know. They're, but they're scientists and they're experts. Uh, and they are calling for a critical addition to the main strategy of dumping fossil fuels for renewable energy. He, these 11,000 now declare from uh, the, the 11,000 scientists from around the world, I'm quoting, clearly and unequivocally state that planet Earth is facing a climate emergency. And to secure a sustainable future, we must challenge the way we live. Economic and population growth are among the most important drivers of increases in CO2 emissions. Mm. So we got to stop this economic growth. Don't you just hate that civilization stuff? Oh, I do. Ah, it's so irritating. It's almost as irritating as water. I know. Because when we weren't as sophisticated and we weren't as, as far along as we are now... Our air was so much cleaner, like a hundred years ago. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, it was so much cleaner. You know what? And then they paved paradise, and they put up a parking lot. Not a parking lot mm-hmm. in paradise. Yeah, in paradise. Holy! You cow. know the, the paradise of that shopping center down the street. Not from, the shopping. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, really? that used to be paradise, paradise, guys, and now it's a parking lot where oh my you know vehicles can carry human beings at a hundred miles an hour to hospitals and, and and shopping centers where they can buy things that help them live longer and live happier. Uh, what but a terrible thing! Put that. up more. Yeah, I want more flowers in that lot. Yeah, because uh, those are doing a hell of a lot of good. We don't. Let, let me let me tell you something, hate monger. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need transfer, uh, transformations regarding economic and, and population policies because the population is still increasing by roughly 80 million people per year. 
Isn't That's that more than 200,000 per day. Imagine hearing that I, excuse and me, thinking are you, why it are was you a inter- negative. Why are you interrupting Hey, there are more people around. Isn't well, that terrible? Why are you? I'm trying to tell you. What I'm the sorry. Si- are you an expert? Obviously not. Are you a scientist? Obviously not. No, I'm a doctor, okay, which makes me an expert. I'm a doctor. I have my doctorate. I can't tell you the studies that I had to go through, the years of studies and tests and, and you know, those big, long papers that you have to write. Right. I was like crazy for mm-hmm. years. Well, convincing my- when you call them that. But, I mean, I will say this. I'm, in I'm your just, defense, yeah. uh, we are talking about the population of humans, and your doctorate is in humanities. 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 So I mean, this is your pretty much. This is your expertise. This is this is this this is Glenn Central. Mm-hmm. So shut up. <laughs> All right. The world population must be stabilized and ideally gradually reduced. Now this is within a framework that ensures social integrity. So now what they're talking, we're not talking about just getting rid of cows. Soylent Green. It's people. We're now talking about people, um, and it's kind of a passive population control. You know, they say we just need to educate people better because right. once they're educated, they stop birthing them babies. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so they just they want more education, uh, and they want um, a greater equality of the sexes. Oh, yes, that's a big... <laughs> I mean, that may, that's a, 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 a great goal. But has nothing to do with uh, no. With the it actually we're it kind of. of does when you mm. when you do have more equality for the sexes, um, women tend to be able to say "get off me." <laughs> that much <laughs> equality, know? I think yeah, we're all for. Right. Yes, yes. yes. No, well, and it's true that uh, over and over and over and over and over again, mm. and only every single example of a country becoming an advanced economy mm-hmm. and, and, and developing mm-hmm. uh, into the, you know, a level that we would call a developed country today. Mm-hmm. All of those cases, birth rates drop. Yeah, well, this, this one we them. can't. We have to have birth rates drop and slow down economic progress. We can't have developing com- countries. Why? Because Why? developing countries put up too much CO2. Yeah, see, this is a problem here. I'm going to go with, uh, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> and I'm also going to say it's also completely uh, unfair. And, um, what do you mean it, unfair? You go to a, a country who uh, you know we would used to consider third world countries, right? Yeah, stop giving them televisions they don't have any idea what they're doing. <laughs> right, like, that's the thing. We're like, oh, well, they don't need the stuff we have. We're kind of special. Let's let them... They can don't they have huts or something? Let them have the huts and not put any more CO two out there, and we'll do our thing, and we'll do all the expensive solar uh, power and all stuff that we can uh, afford. Do you disagree with the Star them. Trek Prime Directive? Hello, first it would do no harm, right? <laughs> no, no you're, not, you're not supposed to. The Prime Directive, you're not supposed to help other civilizations. You can't that, get in the way, right? You can't get in the way. You can't help them. You can't expose them to you're, things. You're like a no. documentary filmmaker. I, you're just there filming the exactly tribe, exactly right, and you're not right. allowed to be seen. It's the Prime Directive. It is. Hello. It is the Prime we Directive. We violated the Star Trek Prime Directive all over the world. Well, I felt we violated it the first time when we took all the trees and put them in a tree museum, and then we charged the people a dollar and a half to see them. I thought that was the first violation. 
But no. You know, I never made it to that part of <laughs> so, As soon song. as you hear them go, ooh, I'm, like, I'm pressing the button. I don't want to find out if it's Counting Crows yeah. or the jo- no, it's just, Joni. Oh, they're doing it? something to that parking. They made it into oh, a parking God, lot. Yeah. Pave it. Yeah. Pave over them. That's what I want to do. You know pave what? over the band as they're playing the song. You know what? I like parking lots. In fact, I like them just playing without any cars. Just, <laughs> you just chew up some glass so anybody that pulls their car in there, because then they'll have to build another parking lot across the street. That's how much I care about your stupid there song. You go. <laughs> anyway, uh, in a completely unrelated uh, story, completely unrelated, mm-hmm. the National Health Service Trust has announced in Great Britain uh, that they are launching a red card to racism campaign. Oh, no. Yes. They don't like racism. Well, that sounds good. I don't like racism either. Yes. So well, I, I guess I support this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote yes on right. this one. Uh, following a national trend, staff have reported that incidents of racism on wards have increased over the past year. So the hospital will be enforcing its zero tolerance policy against any kind of abusive behavior. That means any patient abusing staff will be challenged and warned, leading to a sports-style disciplinary yellow card. And then, if they do it again, they get the final red card, which means treatment will be withdrawn. So you can go to a hospital and they won't treat you if they think you're too racist? Yes. If you're uh, sexist... Or racist. Okay. Now, I want you to know that the hospital has just removed the British flag from the, uh, I want to get this right, what they call these. I had never heard of these, but boy, they're so, they're so good here. Uh, hang on just a second. It was, uh, uh, they're knife vests. The security, uh, they don't have bulletproof vests because there are no bullets. Okay. So people don't want to hurt other people except unless they have bullets. So the the security has knife vests uh, to stop people from shiving them. Uh, And one of the patients saw the flag, the British flag, on one of the knife vests. And they've now removed those vests. I mean, not the whole vest, uh, just the flag off that vest uh, because it has been deemed offensive. So those flags from those vests are not going to get any medical care. I mean, when you put those two together, they're mm-hmm. gonna they're going to decide when mm-hmm. you're too racist or sexist to give you medical treatment. Okay, but so, by the way, the flag of our own country is offensive. Okay, so um, here it is: uh, if you use racist or sexist language, mm-hmm. gestures, or any behavior, what about, can you use the term "toots"? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think Puddin? so. No. Okay, sweetheart. Mm-mm. No, okay. If you're making excessive noise, like, help, help, help I'm like- on fire, <laughs> that might, they right. may stop trying to put you out, you know, because you're on fire. Mm-hmm. If you have abused alcohol or drugs. Now, that seems like a reason you go to the hospital. Not here. This is the reason no, you don't get treatment. The, you at the don't hospital. get treatment. Threatening or offensive language. Malicious allegations, like, Hey, they won't put me out because I'm making too much noise. Mm, that's malicious. Yeah. Uh, and intentional damage to trust property. To what? 
Trust property. Okay, so if you damaged the property. The hospital, yes. I'm, uh, this is, I mean, look, this is a terrible idea. And this is just, you know, one of many, many steps they have Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. to withhold treatment Mm -hmm, slash ration mm -hmm. treatment. When they don't have enough money to pay for this crap anymore, they can all say that we are saying too many swears and then not do our surgery. Right. Now, there are some people in the hospital that don't like this, but... They've been calling on all of the staff to join its black, Asian, and minority ethnic network to join them uh, and support Mm. because they want to stamp out racism and sexism. Mm. And uh, and that's what you get when you have a government-run health care system and then you inject political ideas into health care. Mm-hmm. Then they'll be able to just treat the people who have a reason to live. You right. know, the people who are adding to our society. Why treat those people who detract, who make it difficult for people? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to say go get your health care someplace else, but there is no other place you can get your health care because it's all been nationalized. Oh, how many black alley doctors will there be? All right. Now, I just want you to know that, first of all, if you speak out of turn, no health care for you. And um, and the reason why you will never know what that leads to is because also I'm not going to teach you a damn bit of history. Here is a 22 year old Instagram star who claims that learning about World War II harms millennials' mental health. Watch. It was an, a hard situation, the World War II, and I don't want anyone to think that I'm being disrespectful in that way whatsoever. However, I will stand by the point that I don't think it's as educational in the way that we, you know, there's so many problems going on in the world at the moment, like Brexit that's not taught in schools, and um, climate change, which... Is oh, a situation yeah. that I feel like we should be aware of. They and, you know, when it. I left school, I felt like it hit me like a ton of bricks because I didn't know mm. anything in general life. Oh, you didn't know anything in general mm. life? Huh. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's weird. Okay, so he's saying, you know, Brexit, you know, things like that. We, we, we're not being taught that. And there's nothing to be learned from World War II. In fact, it's scarring. But if you, if you were talking, let's say, about healthcare, and uh, and let's say political correctness and being deemed an enemy for the things that you said or that you read, you know, the Holocaust might be something that you might want to have in your back pocket to pull out and go, wait a minute, this looks a little like that hmm. just at the beginning of the Holocaust. I can't, I, I, I just... You're uh, saying you want to never forget is that kind of your concept there like never forgetting that well, the that's Holocaust a little extreme okay okay because that does seem a little extreme yeah never i mean that's a long yeah, time that's a long time i mean maybe till 2025 yeah one thing i i find very interesting here is the reason we were able to write the history of world war ii is because you know we want it and the people who win the wars typically write the history of world war uh of, of any war really mm-hmm. 
Um, and the reason we won World War II were really a generation of people right around his age. Like the people a few years ago, right around his age, were winning against the Nazis. And now we have Instagram people who are too worried to even hear about the battles they fought. Yeah, but the Nazis are gone. That's old news. Wait, I, no thought, Na- I thought. Wait, I thought Charlottesville was just lined with them. If it was, no. I'm told every day that 50 percent of the country are are Nazis. They support well, Donald Trump. Well, that's just here in America. He's over in Europe, hmm. Eastern Germany, uh, Eastern German city of Dresden has b- declared now a Nazi emergency as officials warned of a rise in the far right support and violence. City is the birthplace of the uh, Pedaga movement, which is Islam, uh, you know, against Islam. Uh, they hold uh, weekly rallies while anti uh, uh, while anti immigration alternative uh, Fuhr Deutschland party won twenty eight percent in September elections. Apparently, this city has a Nazi problem. Well, don't worry about that. If you're an Instagram blogger. Don't worry about that. You're not going to. There's nothing to talk about there. And it has nothing to do with Brexit. I'm telling you, Brexit and any kind of Nazi problems or trouble in the streets or or anything like it's happening in Paris. Nothing at all to do with Brexit. No, no. People are morons. This is the Glenn program. So uh, Donald Trump has uh, withdrawn officially from the uh, Paris Accords, the climate accords. No. What? Not, not yet. Well, Mon- no, Monday he did. Yeah, no, not really. No, he notified the United Nations on Monday. Yeah, mo- notifying is different than actually pulling out. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, you might have thought, wait a minute, I remember him doing this right at the beginning of his administration, at least the first mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. which would have been a rational thing for you to believe. However, that's not how you get out of the agreement. How do you, how do it's a little more complicated than okay. that, unfortunately. How do you... Now, you tell it me... It just took a, mm-hmm. a a couple of strokes of a pen to get into it, right? Right. They got yeah, they were into yeah. it. That's not a problem. It's easy to get in. Right. Okay. The but problem get is getting out. Mm. Okay? Because th- what the Trump administration announced his first year in office was he's intent to withdraw from the Paris Agreement. Mm-hmm. Now, this is uh, not something that Donald Trump is doing wrong here. This is the agreement itself, which forces uh, a essentially a cooling off period, as you mm-hmm. were kind of joking about before. You can't begin to withdraw officially until three years after the agreement goes into force. It's almost as if you want the chance for another president yeah. to get in. It's almost like that. Yeah, okay. It, now, how on earth do you think the founders were like, you know what, let's create a system in which uh, people can agree to things that completely take the power away from the, the people. The U.S. Constitution and the, the people. The Constitution and the people. Take it away, and then even when they decide, oh, that was the wrong thing to do, locks them into long-term periods where they can't do anything. They cannot pull out. Um, even if we decide, wait a minute, we've messed this up and the people revolt against it. We know for a fact, because of the way they set up the elections and the way they set up impeachment proceedings, Mm -hmm. which the the media seems Mm -hmm. to be very much a fan of these days, Mm -hmm. that they wanted a way for the the people to be able to react and say, wait a minute, you're doing the wrong thing. 
we want to go the opposite direction, and they wanted that ability. Well, this, you join, and in the agreement says you can't pull out of this for three full years, even if you decide, no, okay, we can't, we want the opposite. Now, when the three years is over, of course, then you can get out of the agreement, right? Right. That's He, he notified the United no. Nations that he's going to formally withdraw. Yeah, yeah. That you know, The problem is that is just notifying them. Okay. And that process, after you notify them, which comes after the three-year process where you can't notify them, uh-huh. now that you've notified them, it takes another year which now is four years. And what was the thing you were talking about before, the four uh, years? What's weird is the, the when this is going to actually be able to do the next step mm-hmm. is the day of the presidential election. Yeah, yeah. It's actually one day after. One day after. So one day after. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it takes three years of you can't, do, you can't even notify them. Mm-hmm. One, then you get to notify them. Then it takes another year. And it's after the presidential election when we can actually withdraw now. You might think with a process that complicated to withdraw, it must be very complicated to get back in, right? Right. I mean, it's got to be. This is a big process, complicated. Here's what. It, here's the process to get back in. Any signatory that withdraws from the pact can apply for readmission to the United Nations and can be back in within 30 days. <laughs> so, wow. as you can see, a very difficult process there wow. as well. Okay, so when he signs this the day after the election, mm-hmm. and if he loses, maybe... Maybe the night of the election, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, does does uh, yes. Let's say Donald Trump loses on. Are in, we done? Early November. Is, is he done? We're he's out. We're out. We come out of the agreement. So we would be out of the agreement from November to January till President uh, Warren Warren gets in office. Yeah. and then indicates. Yeah. By the way, we went back in, and then thirty days after she's inaugurated, we'll be back in the Paris Agreement. Mm. Now, the Paris Agreement, as you may know, has been a runaway success so far. No, it actually um, hasn't. What? No, it, it no, hasn't. It was it. in a, first of all, we had those three years where no one even complained, and that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so no one even said they wanted to withdraw in that entire three years, and mm-hmm. we should notice that mm-hmm. means it's working. Um, however, the United Nations did find recently that uh, the NDCs, which are nationally determined contributions, mm-hmm. and they're um, voluntary they're voluntary mm-hmm. pledges, which mm-hmm. is what these are, yeah. pledges. Yeah. It's like saying, I, yes, I'm going to donate $50 a month to your charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone always comes through with that sure, 50 bucks every do. month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what they said they would voluntarily pledge will still, even if everyone hit the goals, mm-hmm. including the United States, if they had stayed in, mm-hmm. um, they will still miss the limiting of the global temperature increase that they targeted. Um, and in fact, they will... Unless more things start happening, they're going to miss the secondary goal that they set, which was two degrees in uh, temperature increase. Mm. So we're going to miss the 1.5, which which they promised we were going to do. Now we're going to miss the two, which they Mm. said was a complete disaster. And we should also point out that since 2007, the United States uh, emissions are down considerably, Mm -hmm. um, including down during the since the beginning of the Trump administration, which is kind of a problem. All that being said, other states have decided to join it. So, like, an individual state can say, we're going to hit those standards. Well, um, mm-hmm. and that has not, not they, necessarily true. Well, they're going to say they're doing it. Yes. Which, uh, to yes. me, doesn't mean anything, but to them, they means can't a lot. Make the symbolic gesture of saying we're going to lower, lower carbon does something positive for the environment. We don't know what it is yet, mm-hmm. but if you say you want to help the environment, that's the most important thing for the environment. 
And people don't understand that. The people think it's the emissions. They think it's uh, how much energy they're using. They think it's uh, all these other things, clean air, clean no, water. No, saying. if you can just signal your virtue, well, that that'll and, help it. That and if you could stop buying clothes. Buying clothes? I, you are such... You are so, you hate hydrogen and oxygen, don't you? <laughs> Especially when you put them together. Water? Yes, I hate... You hate it. I guess... I don't think... You, you have to stop buying clothes. Do you know how many people you water what, kills is, every can year? Can you be quiet for just a second? Do you know how many people water kills every year? But you, if you're under it for a certain amount of time, you die. Yeah. People don't even talk about that. Yeah, well... You want it to be clean. How about have it not being a murder machine first? Wh- why? You know, you know where sharks live? In this uh, H2O you're talking about. You know what they do? They rip up individual surfers every year. Can you be quiet? And then Carrie Underwood makes movies about them. Can you be quiet? Because there is something very important that I I want. Jane Fonda is fighting climate change. Do we have that audio, please? Oh, my gosh. Here she is. So, you see this coat? See that coat. I needed something red, and so I went out and found this coat on sale. This is the last article of clothing that I'm going to ever buy. That's it. To say that I will ever buy in my life may not be much of a We're going to live to 100, maybe, where she And Greta has also made me think a lot about consumerism. I grew up when consumerism wasn't, didn't have such a stranglehold over us. So when I talk to people about, we don't really need to keep shopping. We shouldn't look at shopping for our identity. Hmm. We just don't need more stuff. Hmm. Um, that I have to walk and talk to. Could you look up how old Jane Fonda is? This is beautiful. This is beautiful. And listen to the crowd. (laughs) Listen to the crowd. They go wild. There she is. And she said, look, I bought this red coat because I needed something red. Right. And that's well, usually that's, you got to have you prioritize that over yeah, the earth. I mean, obviously. yeah, I needed something red. But she said this is the last one that she's going to buy. She's not I'm, I'm going to buy any more clothes. Now, here is this brave woman who has been in Hollywood uh, and an icon forever, who probably. I mean, God bless her if if she has less than a 2000 square foot closet. And here she is at 81 saying, I'm not going to buy any new clothes. Now, what happens on her birthday at 82? If you buy clothes for her, maybe, I don't know, maybe she'd reject them. But she's not going to do it. She says it's the last one. Now, she won't guarantee this will be the last one until the rest of her life. Well, she needs something in another color at some point. Yeah, like, she, she, she clarified. Could. It's not necessarily the last one the rest of my life. Then... What does it mean when you say this is the last <laughs> article of clothing I'm ever going to buy? This I, week? Today? Were you saying this is the last <laughs> thing you were going to buy today? I don't know what that means. Uh, but uh, Stunning that she didn't have more red, considering her viewpoints. Uh, they seem like yeah, she's wrapping herself in a red flag. Red quite would often. be a very popular color for her, I would imagine. And can't you make the case, a pretty strong one, I would say, mm-hmm. that one of the, let's just say everything they say about uh, global warming is true. We're all going to die, emissions, uh, that's the, the end of end all be all of the world, right? Mm-hmm. You can make a pretty strong case that Jane Fonda is singularly more responsible for this problem than any citizen in the United States because she was the one who starred in the China Syndrome 
which made everyone scared of nuclear power. Yes. Which is a an emission-free form of electricity. And the China the, sa- the-, the safest yep. electricity ever out of, produced. Out of anything uh-huh. ever produced. Yes. And she uh, starred in the movie that freaked people out, so we stopped building nuclear power plants that could have actually done something about the emission problem. Instead, she continues to fight against nuclear power, and she continues to complain in her, in her nice red smock. We want to be more like France, okay? We just want to be well, more like France. I don't think you want to just say that. Well, I... I know exactly what I'm saying. They, mm. they, I'm sure they're not using nuclear energy. About eighty percent of their electricity is generated by nuclear power. So they're yeah, actually doing yeah, but, something about yeah, about but, emissions from electricity with nuclear. Yeah, but power. their hats aren't as big as ours. Like they have those little berets. That's true. They're, they're so like they almost have like different hats, and like our trucker hats, that has plastic in the back of those trucker hats. Those things are never going to decompose. French don't have that. So let them have their power plants. Mm. It's us with our stupid trucker hats <laughs> that is destroying the world. I remember in 1977, something really big with space happened, and it captured the world's imagination. Anybody remember what happened with space 1977? A Star, Star Trek movie was made about it later. The first Star Trek movie, Vigor was Voyager hmm. and the Voyager spacecraft, which had all the information, all the sound and of, of life on earth. It was sent off in 1977 to leave our solar system and to go out into deep space. NASA announced yesterday it has officially left our solar system. It was launched in 1977. That's how big our solar system is. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. Yeah. They shouldn't have put a Pinto engine in it. It would have gone well, faster. Yeah. It's, I but. mean, it should have had the Segway. <laughs> it did change the world, by the way. Yeah. Uh, can we do this ABC thing one more time? This is, again, from Project Veritas. Uh, they have uh, kind of, I don't know, they're in the studio, and it's... Uh, the they're talking off talking air. About, yeah, about op- Epstein. Yeah. Listen right? to this. Listen to this. It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail, and now it's all coming out, and it's like these new re- revelations, and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day, I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my god, we it was um, what what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep, Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago saying like aunt like. We, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. I had it all three years ago. Now, ABC says, well, we didn't air it because we didn't have it all locked down. We have very high journalistic standards, but that doesn't work when you remember how they behaved with Brett Kavanaugh. Can't have it both ways, ABC. I love how she's basically just pissed off that she wasn't the one breaking the story. Not that additional women were abused and God only knows what happened to them. Uh, and I should say, not women, girls. 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 Three years of girls being molested and attacked and all sorts of things. But darn it, I didn't get credit for that story. It's so unfair. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> that's what she's pissed about in that moment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Kavanaugh thing is a perfect point there. This is the Glenn Beck Program.